That's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here. We can start now. If you if you want to start, feel free. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm Christy. I'm Ashley. Uh, and this is That's Weird. It's a podcast about weird shit. That's right. Hey, hi, hello, bonjour. Ooh. <laughs> We're just jumping right in today. That's right. Because it's fucking Wednesday. We release on Wednesdays now. That's true. Um, and it has nothing to do with the fact that we recorded this once and I uh, <clears throat> messed up my audio. <laughs> that has absolutely nothing to do with it. How dare you even say so? <laughs> Why would I suggest <laughs> something like that? <laughs> but also the two Monday that we Mondays that we released on before that, I also just was like, I can't edit this right now. I will have to do it later. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just been struggling and Wednesdays are perfect for us anyways because it's a fucking weird Wednesday so very yeah. true that's happening now every other Wednesday you'll be getting new episodes of That's Weird mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to say welcome and thanks to a bunch of new $5 patrons over on Ooh. Patreon Heather, Marco, Big Leaf Botanicals which is lovely Ooh. <laughs> fancy also, Josh, Paloma, Leela, and my favorite, Slops the Clown. <laughs> yes, but Slops. also scary. I know. Slops, I feel like. So whoever Slops is, they're following us on all social media. They're in the Facebook group, I think. They're a patron. Like, I'm sure you could find Slops and talk to them. But I mean, I truly don't know what their real name is. I don't know anything about them other than that they love us. It's um, Well, I love them. even though I am kind of scared of clowns same I think that they know that now hopefully they've reached our creepy clowns episode and uh aren't too offended (laughs) they're like oh no (laughs) sorry but also hi (laughs) hi sorry about that you're like our first clown listener we'll we're gonna adapt our language and be nicer from now on (laughs) (laughs) amazing all we can do is learn and grow you know what I mean so true ugh but uh, yeah, thank you, patrons, so much. I'll be sending you some stickers in the mail soon after I'm done working all my jobs. Uh, Ashley I- has like eight jobs because she's a Capricorn. <laughs> also, I'm going to Hawaii this weekend, so I will get to it at some point in May, I promise. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the struggle is real. Uh, I have a review to read you, Christy, because I... Yay! I know you still don't fucking have iTunes, so I will n- probably never have iTunes, and that's fine. Except I'll if- try, but yeah. I'm not going to. Because like iTunes might be listening, and if they are, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Christy's gonna get it. I swear. <laughs> yeah, it's very important and uh, good. Feel free <clears throat> to feature us, put us a new and noteworthy. Hey, whatever floats your boat. Okay. Sounds wonderful. This is an iTunes review from Little Wing KN. It says, Weird Girls Unite. Hell yes. That's Weird is a wonderful podcast to listen to in the shower, car, or before bed. My cat Sammy and I listen every night, and I'm obsessed with all of the different stories. (laughs) Oh my God, Sammy. Sammy. Oh, please tell Sammy we say hello. Yes. Then it says, I'm although a- Ashley, we can tell him ourselves. Oh, you know what? Fuck, you're right. Sammy. Hi, kitty. Sammy. I, I want to do the like kitty, kitty, kitty. 
What is that? <laughs> Please um, report back to us via social media if we got his attention and if he loves us as much as we love him. Please also send photos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Didn't mean to derail it because it is a very good review. It's a precious review. It just one last sentence says, I'm a huge supporter of girl podcasts and can't wait for more episodes. Smiley face. It's too wholesome. Truly too wholesome. It. Thank you, Little Wing, KN, and Sammy for that delightful review. We love you. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Uh, this is episode 82 still, right? <laughs> um, yes, I think it is. We're living in a time warp in which I'm having deja vu. It's fine. Okay, episode It's probably 82. one of the eight jobs. It's fine. <laughs> what did you say? It's probably one of the eight jobs. It's fine. <laughs> true, I have. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, lock it up. This is episode 82, and I'm going to tell you about one of the worst disasters pretty much ever. Oh, the, God. I know. No, it's cringy. It's terrible. It's sad. It's the catastrophic nuclear accident at Chernobyl. Bum, bum. I So if we're admitting that I messed up my audio and we're recording this, I'm so upset that I have to hear this again. <laughs> sorry about it sorry about it uh uh, you guys need to know how much we love you because i am real sad about this (laughs) hey if you want you can just put earmuffs on and i'll text you when i'm done and then you can be like oh that was a great story ashley nope nope i'm gonna do it okay you're so brave It is pretty bad. There's a there's a new HBO miniseries about this subject. And it's fucking intense. It is scary. It's almost like watching a horror movie. There's just a lot of anxiety. Um, I there's a second episode now. I got like halfway through it before we started recording. <laughs> oh my god! It's. I mean, if you're looking for a show like Game of Thrones that will like depress you, but um. I don't know. I just feel like if you want that like intense drama, just take your Game of Thrones love over to Chernobyl because it's a fantastic show. It's just a horrible subject. Wow. Anyway, it's also really infuriating to watch the powers that be in this series and like the government. They all just ignore or downright refuse to believe that something is seriously wrong like they waited to evacuate people they basically sacrificed workers at the plant and the first responders by not giving them the whole story at the time it's awful um but i'll get to that later (laughs) i'm like i hate it (laughs) i hate it again (laughs) i hate it still i still hate it Mm -hmm. it's been a few days still hate it still so much. So this <laughs> happened 33 years ago. It was just recently the anniversary, April 26th, 1986. Uh, an accident occurred at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant near the town of Pripyat. I think I've got it now. Ooh, uh, Pripyat, sure. Uh, workers were conducting a late night safety test that simulated a station blackout power failure. Something, of course, went wrong because they were fucking doing a crazy test. Like, what? why are you testing that? This seems like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a flaw in the system, maybe some human error involved, and water turned into steam, which turned into an explosion and a huge fire. Um, what's even scarier is the fire wouldn't be fully contained until May 4th, a whole nine days later. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
it's awful. In the show, the explosion destroyed the, uh, or I guess it's like the fire. Now that I've watched the second episode, the fire. <sighs> I mean, how, how do I explain this? I guess there's two explosions. <laughs> how do I explain how terrible it is? <laughs> the uh, the reactor core is destroyed, basically, or the core is exposed, and the graphite that was surrounding the core is has exploded, and there's a fire, and it's terrible. the The graphite. I guess just from touching it, it basically like liquefies your hand, even this through is, gloves. That's, this is still like absolutely the worst part for me. The fact that that's real. <laughs> I think it's real. It's real. The fact that it's real. Like if it's real. Oh my God. Because it's the, it the graphite's not hot. Like it's hot, but it's not hot enough to liquefy your hand. It's the radiation that's liquefying your hand in real time. Right? Correct. Yeah. The amount of radiation that was released um or that was on the graphite like it can absolutely just destroy your entire like you can body. tell that fire is hot but like you can't just like feel radiation i hate this <laughs> yeah it might be dramatized in the show but like one of the firefighters bends down and picks up a piece of what he just thinks is like rock or a piece of the building and he's like yo what is this um also everyone in the show speaks english just fyi <laughs> it's i mean whatever and uh and the other guy's like, hey, you should put that down. We're kind of busy. And then like 10 seconds later, the guy starts screaming because his hand is fucking melting, even though he was wearing a glove and didn't know what he was touching. Um, the graphite is so strong that fire doesn't melt it or it takes like an insane amount of heat to melt it. So even though the fire was so hot that it burned for fucking nine days it still wasn't hot enough to melt graphite and the graphite was covered in radiation anyway uh (laughs) the amount of radiation that was released from this incident was similar to the atomic bomb that was dropped on hiroshima or hiroshima someone told me once you could say it both ways therefore i did Mm. uh and i guess this whole thing possibly could have been avoided not the accident itself because that happens but the radiation the deaths the the spread of everything if chernobyl would have had a containment building at the time which it does now um oh my god and and so do other nuclear plants they have these containment dome structures it's a gas tight shell basically surrounds the entire facility and for whatever reason that dome wasn't there in 1986 Mm. how you doing christy i hate it and i was also fact checking if it would actually melt your skin and i just i'm not happy with the results i hope you didn't do a image search (laughs) (laughs) i did not um but what i found was so your two options are this either one you picked it up it's not gonna melt your skin but like the um cell damage that it causes and the like um hemorrhaging um of fluids and blisters might make it look like you're melting that's very true uh if it is strong enough to actually melt your body like you would just die within within being close to it you would just go unconscious and die because it would be radiating your whole body so much that you just all your cells would be like yeah no right so neither one is a good option no. Uh, and I'm still real sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured it was probably dramatized a little bit for the show, uh, but it's still pretty bad news. I still hate it. Yeah, of course. 
So the Soviet Union took a really long time to publicly acknowledge the accident at Chernobyl. And I don't really get if it was like a pride issue or just like ignorance or what, but it wasn't until Sweden called them out on it that they finally said something to the public. And Sweden only knew about the explosion because radiation levels set off alarms at their nuclear power plant, which was 620 miles away or a thousand kilometers. Which is wild bananas and of course sweden's like uh what the fuck so they report it to the sweden radiation safety authority which sounds precious and then (laughs) they threatened to file an official alert with the iaea which is a very big deal i guess um and so then the soviet union was like fine fuck it we'll say something and at first they the government just said it was like a minor accident had occurred just you know Something happened, but it was all contained. And certainly the reactor wasn't, you know, showing or like the core wasn't showing. No, silly. Like, no, it wasn't like there was irradiated graphite everywhere in a nine day fire. (laughs) Yeah, it was fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not a big deal. Mm -mm. But then they so they say it's like minor and then they call for 100,000 people to evacuate. And that made it pretty fucking clear that this was a major incident. I also want to read you their like blanket ass statement (laughs) it's just so devoid of facts or emotion oh my god it says there has been an accident at the chernobyl nuclear power plant one of the nuclear reactors was damaged the effects of the accident are being remedied assistance has been provided for any affected people an investigative commission has been set up period end quote that's it that's all they said (laughs) that's it Oh, my God. And that, by the way, by the time they even issued that sad excuse of a statement, it was two days after the fire had started. So people for two days were just chilling next to all the radiation like it was NBD. Oh, my God. Just hanging out. Yeah. And in the show, someone calls like one of the higher up dudes and is like, um, like Sweden knows about it. Uh, the United States took satellite photos and Germany won't let their kids play outside. And like the guy looks out the window and there's a bunch of fucking kids outside. He's in Pripyat, which is literally right next to the fucking Chernobyl plant. Oh, <laughs> like there's a bunch of kids God. playing and then you look above them and it's like the cloud of radiation coming out of the fucking core. So he was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No shit, sir. <laughs> i'm like mad at the actor (laughs) no shit sir (laughs) sorry about it sorry uh sorry not sorry to tell you the truth okay it was handled poorly (laughs) spoiler alert it did not go well so because of how weird the soviet union was about the whole thing numbers tend to vary a lot depending on which site you get your info from um, but somewhere between like 30,000 and 50,000 people were near Chernobyl or close enough at the time of the explosion to be exposed to a lot of radiation. Most people received about 45 rem of radiation, um, which is like a unit of measurement rem. Mm-hmm. And that's not enough to cause radiation sickness, but it will increase the risk of cancer by 1.8%. That's a lot. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I don't want my risk of cancer to be increased by any percent. Well, you're already from Nevada, so. How dare you? <laughs> Your Nevada propaganda, or should I say propaganda? <laughs> <laughs> you're telling people lies, Christy. <laughs> it's fine. 
No, I really do worry about the water that I drank the oh, no. my entire childhood. It's yeah, we're talking about Chernobyl. Uh, so the people that had their cancer risk increased; those were the somewhat lucky folks because 237 people did suffer from radiation sickness. Uh, 31 of those people died within three months of the accident. 28 emergency workers and firefighters died from radiation syndrome and horrible burns. Those are the people that were sent in right after the explosion. We're not told the full story, at least in the show. They didn't have proper gear. Um, though even if they did, that probably wouldn't have saved them. That's just how much radiation was fucking coming out of that thing. Yikes. It's terrible. And some of those numbers of emergency workers were people called liquidators. And I hate that. I know. It's such a terrible thing to, to call someone. I mean, what? Uh, liquidators were soldiers that were sent in to shovel sand onto the reactor because it was the only way to put out the fucking fire was shoveling shit tons of sand on it. And those poor dudes were basically given the option of going to war, um, you know, for years and possibly dying and not seeing their families or Again, they weren't given all the information and told they could go to Chernobyl, shovel some sand for a couple days, and then call it good. They never had to serve again. God, that's a red flag. That should absolutely be a red flag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, in the 80s, this was like the Cold War. Like, can you imagine Yeah. Uh, thinking like you're going to go to war with America and definitely die. And then you get this chance to be like, oh, I guess I'll just shovel some sand and be done. Sweet. But actually, we never went to war with Russia. Yeah. So they were fine. But they, I mean, maybe not fine. I don't know what they were up to besides that. But you know what I mean? Yeah. They uh, unfortunately didn't know that. So a lot of those guys died because they were just way too fucking close to the radiation. Um, 15 other people died from thyroid cancer in the years to follow. And that was, of course, caused by the radiation that they were exposed to. There was just so much death surrounding oh Chernobyl so much so after all was said and done the fire was out the radiation was spread basically entirely across Europe even in just like tiny doses in some places and the International Atomic Energy Agency that's IAEA that I mentioned earlier they estimated that the radiation dose from the entire event the full impact was about 10 million rem which has led to around 4000 cancer deaths since 1986. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry, that's real sad. But <laughs> did you just say I'm sorry that's what it said? <laughs> I said sorry that's real sad, but it is also what it said. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but now for something weird. At the center of Chernobyl, literally, is something known as the elephant's foot. It's Oh, you've probably heard of this, right? Yeah, I think so. I think we talked about it on like a mini-sode or something. Probably. It's very famous, the elephant's foot. It's a very spoopy thing that I think people like to like spread that photo of it around. Basically, it's a large mass of black corium. Corium is supposed to be really, really bad. Don't ask me if I looked it up because I didn't. And it has <laughs> this like wrinkly appearance. Appearance and it's fucking huge, which is where it gets its name from, the elephant's foot. And it right. wasn't discovered until eight months after the explosion. It's beneath reactor number four, which is the one that exploded. In the show, so I'm just going to keep going back to the show. Uh, in the second episode, they're talking about how they're putting out 
the fire, but the sand they're using is trapping all the heat and like the water tanks are filling up. And I guess if the heat and the water tanks combine, there will be even more of an explosion and it will create lava. Lava is being created. And that is actually how the elephant's foot was made. So I think that really does happen. Spoiler alert. Oh my God, no. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't gotten to that part of the show yet. My chair is creaking. Sorry. Yikes. Yeah. In 1986, if you got close to that thing, there was a 50-50 shot that you would die in less than five minutes. That's how much radiation was coming off the elephant's foot. I can't even imagine. Like, it just... I know that I sound like a like a really dumb like caveman right now, but I'm just like, I can't imagine something that you can't see or feel just killing you in five minutes. I know. You can't smell it. You can't touch it. It's just a... I just... I, I understand. Like, this is how, like, radio waves and, like, microwaves and, like, Wi-Fi works. Wi-Fi? But I still... And like, how does it kill you? I don't. Doesn't it just like, I can't imagine. Like, it just seems like too fast. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. No, it's, I, well, I mean, radiation is, it's like not supposed to be of this world. Like it is, uh, it's insane that it was ever created and human blood bags encased with meat like they it just can't handle it you know our bodies cannot handle it yeah but i think it like breaks down your cells or yeah i think so i think it just like takes your little cells and shakes them shakes or something until until they they are like (laughs) no and then they and then you die that's exactly how it works, Chrissy. If there's a doctor listening, they're like, wow, those girls really know their stuff. <laughs> anatomy. I actually did do good in anatomy at school. so I bet you did. I don't know why I'm <laughs> sounding this dumb right now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a crazy topic. I, you learn so much and you read so much, especially when you do a podcast like this. Like we, Everything just gets jumbled in your head. And you're like, I don't know. When did that war start? I don't know. What do ghosts do? I, I, it's all the same. It all blurs in my brain. I don't know. So true. Yes. Uh, but that's how lethal the radiation was of the elephant's foot. So 50-50 shot that you would die in less than five minutes. If you were there for more than five minutes, probably a 100% like chance you're going to fucking die. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, luckily, since then, the radiation density has declined quite a bit, which is how people were able to actually get in there and take photos of it. And the elephant's foot went through six feet of concrete. So that's why I'm very, very sure that it turned into lava, like they're saying in the show. Uh, yeah. Because that's how definitely. it traveled and then became solidified. Uh, people have been worried it might like disintegrate somehow travel into the ground and contaminate the area's drinking water which would be horrible um but as of 2019 i guess they check on it sometimes it's stayed put so that's good (laughs) well that's good it's good that they're actually checking on it instead of being like you know what it's probably fine just like when we had a nuclear power plant without any sort of safety dome (laughs) it's fine everything is fine in soviet union there is nothing to worry about um (laughs) also when they sent in the like the camera to take a photo of the elephant's foot they had to put it on like a little cart and then like shove it down a hallway and around a corner because they couldn't even get that close to it. And I think it fucked with the film, which is why the photos look so weird. And it melted the first camera. I Like, shit's crazy. 
This is so scary. The elephant's foot. That it's real. Yeah. The elephant's foot is famous and creepy for a reason. There's also uh, an exclusion zone of 19 miles around Chernobyl that no one's supposed to go into. But I guess there's somewhere between like 150 and 300 local Ukrainians who have moved back since Chernobyl, (laughs) which I mean, at this point, they're just like, fuck it. Why not? They're just like, listen, I can't afford rent anywhere else. That's true. You know, the rent's got to be cheap. (laughs) Uh, and if you have money, if you've got lots of monies and you're brave or dumb or whatever, you can take a tour into the exclusion zone. Lots of people do it. I want to say it was in that dark tourist uh, show on Netflix with what the fuck's that guy? Named? It's like David Fourier. David Fournier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Farrier. Farrier. That sounds right. Hey, you had it right the last time. Oh, my God. That last guess. Why can't I ever just trust myself, Chrissy? But, oh. I don't know. I mean, listen, <laughs> that is for a whole other episode, to be honest. That's very true. But yeah, he, <laughs> he goes in there. He's like on a, a tour of with a bunch of other people. And they've got little meters to track the radiation. And they go off a bunch of times. And everyone gets scared and decides to run back to the bus at some point. It's a pretty good episode. Highly recommend. Um, I would run. I wouldn't even go. I would stay on the bus. I think I would go. No, I'm too scared. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, but you, no. you would go, but you would stay on the bus. <laughs> I would go, but I'd stay on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. You can take pictures from the bus. There's got to be a um, drive through situation with the tour exactly, where you that's don't have true. to get out. You would think. If not, well, we yeah. should start one. Yeah. <clears throat> or, you know, I could just lie to everyone and say that I went. But I couldn't take any pictures because there was so much radiation that it ruined all the film. There you go. They're like, what are you doing using film in 2019? <laughs> and I'll be like, um, shut up. I didn't want to ruin my phone. <laughs> shut up. I really just learned about this topic on That's Weird and I'm pretending I went there. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so the exclusion zone that you're not supposed to go into and the rest of like yet and uh chernobyl that area it's been taken over by wildlife and for years people have reported seeing all kinds of mutated animals there uh there's tales of giant fish in the water and giant wolves kind of running the town there's even an urban legend about a giant spider that eats people Ooh, Uh, i know there's i love it it's very weird very spoopy there have been goats with two heads, lots of pets with three eyes. That's like the worst part is thinking about the pets that were left behind when people had to evacuate. Oh, the pets. And so, yeah, some of these animals are very real. You can see photos. Unfortunately, I think most of them were, you know, born with horrible birth defects. Um, but they're on display. A lot of the specimens are at the UK, the Ukrainian National Chernobyl Museum. That's a mouthful. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Think more about the sad animals, Christy. Hmm. You always bring up sad I'm animals, sorry. Ashley. Well, what is wrong with me? I I'm going to start I a new know. podcast called That's Sad, and it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just all. Let's we could make a supercut right now called That's Sad of just you talking about sad animals that had bad things happen to them. That's true. Remember when I. <laughs> I chose a friggin' dog suicide bridge as my topic. What the fuck? Yeah, and also, last time you said something sad about animals, 
as even, usual. I don't even remember what my we topic was. We brought that was. up again. <laughs> I don't even remember what my topic was, but it definitely had nothing to do with animals. I know you did Snape Wives. Do you have any idea what I did? Because <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Oh, Helen Duncan. That had nothing to do with animals. Oh, yeah, that one was a good one. Ugh, whatever. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you about the creepiest thing around Chernobyl, in my opinion. The <gasps> absolute spookiest. And that's how fucking scary it looks, because it's completely abandoned. There's a ghost town around this place, obviously. And when people evacuated, they left everything. They didn't have a chance to grab anything more than like a suitcase. And so there's, I mean, like dinner could still be on the table, like people's clothes, cars everywhere. Apartments are left totally intact. It looks like the aftermath of a zombie movie. It's horrifying. That's scary. Yes. And I wonder if they just had to leave everything because they're like, well, it's full of radiation. So literally. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> They're like, hey, remember how we told you it was fine uh, several days ago? It's actually not. Stop eating that dinner. It's going to give you thyroid cancer. Like We did a whoopsie and you gotta go. Oh, my God. Also, there's four miles of trees near the reactor called the Red Forest. And that got most of the radiation cloud during the explosion. I guess it just like happened to be like the wind was heading in that way and that huge cloud just like landed over this forest and to this what day a name. <laughs> i know the red forest just sounds scary um or like there's lots of blood there i imagined blood <gasps> on the trees it sounds horrifying oh no oh, no not the blood forest oh my god <laughs> how do we manage to find things to joke about <laughs> with chernobyl <laughs> one of the saddest things to ever happen um also okay so yeah the red forest so much radiation there that even to this day in 2019 certain patches of that forest contain the most intense radioactivity on earth's surface the most intense uh yikes yeah some researchers i guess recently flew drones through it and they took radiation level readings they're still totally off the charts 33 years later (laughs) they're like yep still can never go there (laughs) oh no oh yeah i do have an estimate for you about when people can go back there oh my god when uh twenty thousand years (laughs) no i'm serious scientists have said that the area surrounding the former chernobyl nuclear power plant and the ghost town of pripyat won't be safe for human habitation for at least twenty thousand years I think humans will be extinct by then. Oh, yeah. We're not going to fucking or be around by we'll then. we'll have forgotten way before then that it's not safe. Yeah. <laughs> and people will just be living there and everyone will be like, man, I wonder how come those people by all those red trees keep like dying or having terrible birth defects. It's so strange. Like 10,000 years into the future. Yeah, no. That area is cursed. <laughs> Deeply cursed. I think. Nope. It- we just fucked up. Sorry. And you, Sorry. Yeah, and you know what? That's probably going to keep happening. Like in twenty thousand years, all of America, <laughs> all of the world will just fucking be Chernobyl, basically. <laughs> oh no, that's my prediction. It's real grim. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I also have what I consider to be your favorite part of this story because <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. Yes, that's true. (laughs) And it's that this Chernobyl was all a cover up of a huge failure around something called the Duga 3, D-U-G-A 3. 
uh, I guess this was like a radar array designed to be a warning system for missiles. It's it looks like solar panels almost or like a huge gate, like the the big gate that kept the T-Rex in in Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's what it looks like. The big gate that kept the T-Rex. <laughs> and Duga 3 was right next to Chernobyl and it made a bunch of weird sounds and it messed with people's radio signals and TVs. But apparently it was like a huge failure. Didn't fucking do anything and didn't work. And instead of the uh, government admitting that they spent all this money on an annoying piece of junk, they caused Chernobyl to cover it up. But I would certainly hope that isn't the case because (laughs) it seems like Chernobyl's way worse. (laughs) Yeah. Chernobyl makes them look like way, way worse failures. Exactly. That wouldn't make any sense to me. But there are people who really, really believe in this conspiracy theory, like enough that there's a documentary about it. It's called The Russian Woodpecker. I don't know if you can find it online somewhere, but if so, watch it. Let us know how it is. Wow. And that's it. That's Chernobyl. Okay. I'm going to keep watching the show because it's very, very good. And for the millionth time, horrifying. I'm like scared to watch it. I feel like I need something that's not horrible and sad right now. Well, good luck. Oh, actually, you know what you should watch? Um, I mean, there's technically some death, but it's called... <laughs> It's called <laughs> Dead to Me. I'm 99% sure that's what it's called. It's uh, on Netflix and it's Christina Applegate and oh my God, Linda Cardellini. Is that her name? Yes. Nailed it. Um, Ooh. So it's like married with children meets. Um, Dead Like Me. <laughs> Dead Like Me meets Freaks and Geeks plus James Marsden's in it. And it's very, very funny. There. I've been sold, and I'm going to watch that. There's some death, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Highly recommend. There you go. Okay. That's it. All right. Great. Great. Uh, hey, there's death in my topic, too. Oh, good. This is the death episode of That's Weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my topic is called... Skin hunters. Skin hunters. Like mm-hmm. skin walkers or something no. else? No. No. Do you re- you remember what this topic is? Oh, right. Yeah. Duh. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you faking interest right now? <laughs> I mean, fake Actually, it till you I make it. I live in LA. I have enough people faking interest Great. in the things that I tell them. Okay. Great. I guess my acting career <laughs> has already it's over. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Whatever. I'll never work in this town again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Here's the deal. Uh, in 2002, two Polish paramedics uh, and also two doctors, um, part of the casualty division of a hospital, um, <clears throat> were caught by the local newspaper murdering old people and selling their information directly to funeral homes for in exchange for bribes so that the funeral homes could like get to the family first and get their business what the fuck paramedics and doctors were doing this yeah yeah uh so okay pair two paramedics um were charged for 
murdering people. One of them, this guy looked creepy as fuck. Uh, his name is, I'm just going to go with Andres because that sounds like a, a real name. Uh, Perfect. He looks creepy as fuck. Uh, and he got life in prison. And then another paramedic, Carol Banis, uh, he got 25 years in prison for murdering one person and helping the other guy murder. Uh, I think he went to prison for like five to 14 of them, but he confessed to 50 of them and he was a real creep about it. And he was like, ha I've rid the, the healthcare system of all of these unnecessary old people is basically. Oh my God. He's like bragging about it. He was absolutely. And, uh, there were two doctors, uh, who one of them got sentenced sentenced to six years and banned from practicing medicine for 10 years. And the other one got sentenced to five years and banned for 10 years um, for, it says, willfully endangering patients. Um, So I think they were like either in on it or they were not following up on why so many of them were dying or they were just not providing the correct care to like prevent them from dying so that they would then die i'm concerned about the whole banning them for only a certain amount of years and not say only 10 years like maybe they just don't get to practice anymore right and then there's like 40 people in that department of the hospital that are still i think as far as the latest update i saw was like 2014 they were still under investigation as well as all the people from the funeral homes obviously holy shit Right. Uh, bribes, I did the the math. Um, so the bribes ranged from like $3,000 to a little over $18,000 in U.S. money. And so the funeral home would charge the family whatever money they paid for that bribe to get their information as part of a funeral expense. That's so fucked up. It's the most fucked up. That's the most fucked up part about it. Like, they killed your grandma, and then they charged you for the bribe that they got for doing that. Also, the bribes don't sound like it was that much money. Like, not enough to be killing people and... To murder someone? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, it's... I don't know. Not that there's a price, but... (laughs) I mean, obviously, like, that one guy was just a fucking nutcase. He was, like, bragging about it. Like, Oh, he loved it. Being paid for it, honestly, was probably just a bonus. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was going to kill no matter what. The other people might have been in it for the money, but that dude, fuck that dude. That dude was just like, yay, also money. He's like, I'm going to kill these folks. You want to make some money? Or or like maybe he was like, I'm going to kill these folks. The other guy was like, we could probably make money doing this. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I, I don't know how it started because most of the uh, information about it obviously is in like Polish. Like the first reporter was like a local newspaper that was just like, hey, this is kind of fucked up that I found out that this is happening. And then after that, they got arrested for it because the... <laughs> The law was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you can't do that. What? Someone wrote about it and then the cops got involved? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. insane. And I don't remember hearing about this, I guess, in the like U.S. news. So it must not have traveled very far or like made a bunch of yeah. headlines. Well, so I, it's either that or they were sentenced in like 2004. So we were small. <laughs> that's true. I guess that is 15 years ago. Yeah, I think maybe that's part of it. 
Um, Because some people reported on it in the U.S., but it wasn't like a huge thing here, I don't think. Um, Other fun fact, they used uh, pancuronium, uh, which is a muscle relaxant. It's the second chemical in the lethal injection, usually. Um, And also, Uh as a chemical, it's related to uh, curare, which is like... mm, I think I only know about that because of like Sherlock Holmes or something like it's the um, the poison um, neurotoxin that like people in I think the Amazon like dipped uh, arrowheads in. Whoa. How do you even get access to something like that? Like I know they worked in the. I don't know. It's it's a regular muscle relaxant. Oh, so it would just um, be something I think that's why carry. the doctors also got sent to prison and couldn't practice, because obviously they were getting that from someone. But only for 10 years, Christy. Then they could actually start prescribing stuff again. <laughs> I know. I know, That's dude. fucked up. Yeah, it is. But, like, some countries don't have laws that, that are as strict as, like, America. Like, we have a pretty, like, strict legal system actually it's pretty fucked up and scary oh yeah america loves to put people in prison <laughs> i really like and also like i feel really dumb but, like i don't really know what to do about it there's definitely something that i could be doing about it but i'm not because i haven't looked into it and that's my own laziness what like prison reform in in this country yeah just vote christy just vote <sighs> i'll try that's what you can do or i think kim kardashian's working on it i'm not joking <laughs> No, I think she really is. Yeah, <laughs> she's like yeah. released like twenty people from, which prison. is cool as fuck. You know, people like to rip on her because she's hot and that's how she got famous. But like, at least she's doing stuff and living her best life. Yeah, can you imagine if more really famous rich people actually helped others, went to school to be lawyers and shit? Good on Kim. You know what? Yeah, proud of her. You know what? You take your naked selfies. I actually uh, was never bothered by that. Perfect. Now, back to our show. And in the newspaper, they called the people that they murdered and sold their information to the funeral homes skins. And that's why they called them skin hunters. God, like they were collecting. uh, I mean, is that what like hunters say? Like they get like pelts, like skins? Pelts. Yeah, pelts. Oh, God. Yeah, I think part of it is like. The the term skin hunter sounds like really scary and awful. Yeah. So that's like really catchy. Um, but I think that maybe calling the dead people skins was just sort of like maybe it's an ex- maybe it was an expression in Polish that doesn't translate quite as good in English. That's true. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like quite right. Mm-hmm. But it, when you put hunters on the end of it, then it's like just creepy enough. Yeah, skin hunter is the first time you told me. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> I definitely thought it was like skinwalkers or like Wendigo, like some kind of of legend or you know something like that. Nope, nope, just some creepy ass Polish dude. Just some one hundred percent real scary shit. Absolutely cool. Um, and so that was kind of short. So I I have a follow up. Um, to a couple of other people who also exchanged dead bodies that they murdered for money. Oh, good. Burke and Hare, which I can't believe we haven't covered already. I know. That's like one of the most famous weird history moments, I think. Yeah, it's so famous. Uh, so what was happening basically is like in Scotland, um, people started 
<clears throat> caring about science and anatomy. So like dissecting people was all the rage. But uh, there was a law in place that you couldn't dissect a body unless it was someone who was like they were they were either sentenced to death and dissect and to death and be dissected or it was like an orphan or something like it was just those were the only two options so there was like a real dearth of dead bodies to dissect uh so what happened was sometimes people would grave rob and get like a fresh body and sell it illegally or <clears throat> you know pick up find one and and sell it um Burke and Hare have a reputation for grave robbing, but they never actually robbed any graves. What happened was if you sold a body for dissection, you could get like eight pound, eight or nine pounds usually, which is like a lot back then. So sure. uh, Burke, I believe, is the one who had um, lodgers sometimes, and this guy was staying in his house and he died without paying his bill. So he like owed him four pounds and he was dead. So he was like, fuck this. I'm going to get my money back. So he and his friend Hare, both their names are William, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) And also their wives. uh, I think everyone's, wait, their wives' names are William? Everyone in England's (laughs) name is William, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for the people who who literally listen to us and are in England and are not named William. They're like, excuse me, I exist. <laughs> They're like, excuse me, what? <laughs> uh, so anyway, the Williams Birkenhair uh, <laughs> and their wives, they hid the body and filled his coffin with like just heavy stuff so that no one would notice. And um, at night, then they sold the body illegally to this guy who was like the head of... Um, Scotland Yard? people who are dissecting things. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that is what it's <laughs> called. The the head of the Scotland place where they sell dead things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh like the morgue? Or no? no it was something um, else? He was the he was like a a big shot professor uh where they were um Oh, like a medical school? Yeah, like at a medical school. Okay. Robert Knox is what his name was cool. that they sold them to. And he was like a big deal professor uh, dissecting people for classes back then. Um, so they sold the body for seven pounds and were like, hell yeah, uh, we can get money doing this. So they started doing a thing where they would they would find people that no one cared about, like vagrants or homeless people or like whatever, just people that no one would miss and they would invite them over and get them really drunk and then they would smother them to death. Oh my God. And then they sold them to that guy um, for profit. And uh, they killed 16 people. The last victim was on Halloween. Spoopy. I love it. (laughs) Um, How they got caught was they had another lodger and I can't believe, like, I, I still, I can't believe they didn't just murder her, too. Right. Uh, but I guess maybe she told her friend where she was going or something. Like, so always do that. Um, but so she, they, uh, like, a, another lodger noticed that they murdered somebody and they tried to um, pay her off with, like, 10 pounds a week. And she was like, no, I'm going to go tell the police. And somehow they didn't murder her. They She just really told the police. By the time the police got there, 
basically they were still doing the thing where they would hide the body under a bed and then at nighttime when no one was paying attention they would go and sell it to Robert Knox basically wow so he could dissect them um so the police came and the body wasn't there anymore it was just her blood stains um and then like Burke and Hare and their wives like all had conflicting stories and eventually it led the police to Robert Knox where the lady who they had just murdered and sold to him was getting ready to be dissected on the dissecting table. Oh my god. Right. So they only got in trouble for this one murder because all of the other victims were already dissected. So they couldn't do an autopsy. They were just like parts of them were pickled. Parts of them had been dissected. Some of them were now just those like silly bones that hang up in the in a um silly bones you know they're like a bone a skeleton that hangs up in the in the lecture room that people name bill and put a hat on you know what i mean oh like what every science teacher had in high school or what you know absolutely yeah (laughs) um and so uh so yeah i i Knox, like his career was ruined but he didn't get in trouble because because the um victims were murdered in a way that didn't show violence. He was basically like, oh, I just thought they were dead. I didn't know they were killing them. And people were like, yeah, you can tell kind of that uh, they were smothered, but science isn't good enough for us to prove it. So sure. Yeah. The guy that looks at dead bodies all day doesn't know how people die. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. He's like, I had no idea that they were smothered to death. Um, I also I just dissected them and saw the evidence of it. <laughs> Whatever. I never realized um, that the wives were involved. The wives are yeah. I mean the wives are helping them. That's messed up. They didn't get in trouble. Um, Hair made some kind of a deal, and Burke couldn't at the time. You couldn't. Um, husband couldn't testify against his wife, so Burke was the only person that got in trouble for it, and he ironically got hanged and sentenced to be used for science. So now he is one of those uh, silly like skeletons. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, and it's on display in a museum. The karmic justice. I love it. I love it. Shortly after that, they did change the law so that like um, basically unclaimed bodies of just any poor people that people didn't care about after 48 hours could be um, dissected instead of just like very specific ones. So that cut down on grave robbing and people deciding that they're going to murder people for profit. So if you're, if there was no like next of kin, like you didn't have family to claim you or if you were like a John Doe, then they would just send you to the medical lab or whatever to experiment on you. Yeah, if you yeah, if they wanted to buy him up, then they could. Uh, but before that, when Burke and Hare were just like murdering people and selling them, it was like a really illegal, like shady business because it was literally like you could only dissect like a criminal that was sentenced to death or like someone who was like literally an orphan who died. <laughs> the orphan thing's kind of fucked. But I guess that's... I know. I think that's... that's Yeah, I don't... It's because I guess like clearly if you don't have parents, no one cares about you, so... That's always like the sad thing about like, you know, how <laughs> I'm going to go down a rabbit hole here, but like how oh no people have children because they don't want to be alone or like they don't want to um, have no one to take care of them or whatever. Oh, God. So it's like, I don't want to have kids. But then does that mean if everyone else I know dies and I end up dying and like they can't identify me, <laughs> like something bad will happen to my body? <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty much. Great. That is actually true. I, well, we have, uh, or like Washington State just said that we can start composting our bodies, I guess. Hell yeah. And also, Ashley, uh, you know how you can combat uh, having no one know you hmm. is instead of just having kids uh, that will hate you because you never wanted to have kids when you're old and you have time on your hands, get involved in your community. <laughs> okay, Christy, will do. <laughs> just make people love you because you're the old grandma that taught them how to read. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be teaching children how to read. <laughs> I don't know. That's my plan. I'm just going to make the younger generation think that I'm sweet and love me. And everyone will be like, oh, that old lady that was all alone who no one cared about died. Somebody better uh, like pick up her body from wherever it was and compost <laughs> it. Pick it up. and I bet. Yeah, I bet by then, like hopefully, you know, we'll live old enough that uh, maybe they'll compost all bodies at that point. Yeah. Or I love that. I. I, I hate the idea of just like creepily rotting in a a soundproof box. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. And it's not good for the environment. No, it's super bad. And the chemicals are bad for you. Also, though, you can donate your body to a body farm and you can help solve crimes. Also true. That's my jam. We know what Ashley's doing. <laughs> That's my fucking jam. I'm stoked about it. <laughs> I'm going to go visit you in the car that they leave you to rot. <laughs> This ep- just pay my respects you know this episode is so fucked up and i <laughs> love it we're gonna we're gonna find out who the real that's weird fans are or like you know our, our true <laughs> listeners after this one because i think we're gonna get some hate mail <laughs> oh no my grandma donated her body to a body farm it'll be, i mean hey it'll be something like that i don't know i mean if she did i would like to know about it that sounds dope as fuck yeah that's cool yeah, your grandma's so cool uh you can find out more about like body farms and cadavers and even Burke and Hare. There's this really awesome book called Stiff by Mary Roach. I think that most people have read it by now. If you are into weird shit or true crime, it's like one of the most recommended. But I fucking love that book. I've never finished it, but maybe (laughs) this weekend (laughs) when I'm in Hawaii, supposed to be enjoying the sun, I'll stay inside and read it instead. (laughs) I don't like the beach anyway. Sorry, were you done? (laughs) I was. I was totally done. Oh, cool. Uh, I do have a fun fact for you. You do? I do. Oh my god! Yes, I'm so excited. Um, because last time, last time we got on this topic and we didn't have a fun fact. So here's our fun fact. Oh my gosh. Um, speaking of um burials and uh natural burials and stuff, uh, it is it is Zoroastrians. They have this um thing called like a it, people call it a sky burial. Uh, they put your body up on a tower it's called the tower of silence and then they let like carrion eating birds like vultures and crows just eat away at you until you're gone oh my god right um but there was a real crisis and they they do have like towers of silence in like mumbai which is like a big city (laughs) uh and they the medication that people were taking a certain medication um was like still in their system after they died obviously uh and it kills vultures that's insane so the basically what was happening was the bodies weren't properly being disposed of by the animals in nature that are supposed to properly dispose of bodies because of modern science and 
pollution, basically killing them. Um, but I did figure out, I, I think they fixed it or they, they did something to remedy it because the last article I read, they were like pretty hopeful that the vultures would be back by like 2014 and it's 2019 now. So I didn't Google it at all to follow up, but like <laughs> I'm hopeful. Yeah. That's so wild to think about. See, humans are terrible in that they're, we're ruining the earth. You're, birds can't even eat you without getting sick. Like, come on. <laughs> Get it together, humans. I mean, true. But otherwise, like, pretty tight burial. I mean... Compared to getting pumped full of chemicals and then just left to sit until your uh, your coffin degrades enough to let all those chemicals join the water table. You know what I mean? Because mm. that's what we do. Ew. Wait, yeah. what was that thing called? It was the something of silence? A Tower of Silence. That's creepy. That sounds like a Stephen King novel. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it's it. It's great. Wow. I love when you tell me fun, weird facts. Thank you. <laughs> this was a, a great episode. It was a it was a downer, but you know what? We had fun. I feel like every other episode we're like, wow, that was a downer of an episode. Like at this point they know. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna cover <laughs> these kind of topics that's there's there's some death there's some bad shit that happens sorry about it yeah maybe i'll maybe we'll do a nice one next time <laughs> like a lovely upbeat like a jeff episode you know what i <laughs> oh mean oh my god if there was only <laughs> so many more jeff topics uh we got to find another heartwarming cryptid or a conspiracy theory Demon. that ends with like a bunch of money being donated to charity there's got to be something like that Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, we'll work on it and get back to you guys two Wednesdays from now. That's correct. Because our episodes come out on Wednesdays now. <laughs> Absolutely. You can find our show notes at that'sweird.org. We're on Instagram and Twitter at That's Weird Cast. You can like our Facebook page or join our Facebook group to talk about weird stuff with other weirdos like yourself, including uh, Julian. Shout out to Julian. Because he took over this week and did a weird Wednesday post. Wait, this week? Last week. Uh, because I <laughs> forgot about it because I have a million jobs. It's true. Also, I love that group. It's it's so entertaining. It's fucking wonderful. Everyone in there is the best. Uh, if you want to support our show with money, you can do so on Anchor or Patreon at patreon.com slash that's weird. You can buy weirdo enamel pins, retro buttons, that kind of stuff on Etsy. If you have a weird story you want to tell us, you have an idea for an episode, like maybe a heartwarming weird thing we could like, go, like cover, that would be great. <laughs> if you if you want to uplift, help us uplift you, please <laughs> let us know. Help us help you you email us at that's weirdcast at gmail.com please remember to rate review subscribe and fucking stay weird you guys absolutely uh, goodbye goodbye hey true crime fans have you listened to wine and crime yet we're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by three childhood friends who chug wine chat true crime and unleash our worst minnesotan accents each week us gals pick a true crime topic and pair it with a delicious wine before delving into the background and psychology behind the crime then we share and speculate wildly about a couple of bonkers cases related to the topic past episodes include necrophilia cults 
crimes of passion, cruise ship disappearances, exorcisms gone wrong, all this over a bottle of wine, or let's be real, three. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod, and check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Cheers! Cheers.